Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. Welcome to another presentation of the Bing Crosby Show and Gordon McRae's Railroad Hour. Tonight, they both get to start flirting a little bit with Christmas time, and that's really neat. It's always fun to hear Christmas start coming into these shows. Uh, tonight's episode of the Bing Crosby Show is an amazing show. It really is enjoyable. Um, not that the shows aren't always enjoyable, but this one is especially so. Tonight's guests with Bing are Rosemary Clooney, wonderful singer, and Christian Focad, a singer from uh, France, a little actor-singer from France, actually. And Bing brings him on the show uh, a number of times over the years. Uh, I don't always get into kids, um, I don't know, kids and acting and singing and all of that. But he does a pretty good job. I, you can forgive a lot for having that French accent. It's kind of fun at his age. Anyway, so we start the night off with Bing singing Sleigh Ride. What a great performance of this song and a wonderful Christmas song. Then we go into You'll Never Know, sung by Rosemary Clooney, followed by uh, Bing and Rosemary Clooney singing Merry Go Runaround. And then Christian Facad will sing uh, Regardez Mes Batrol. <laughs> anyway, some French song, followed by White Christmas by Bing Crosby. Oh, how wonderful to get White Christmas. This is just insanely good listening to these uh, Bing Crosby shows during the Christmas season. I just love them more than just about anything else. Now, after this, we will go into Gordon McRae and the Railroad Hour. And it's a Railroad Hour I've been looking forward to for quite a while now because it, again, has a Christmas flavor to it. It's Babes in Toyland. And what's really exciting to me is starring as the um, toy maker is Parley Bear. And Parley Bear, of course, for the last eight months has been, at this time frame anyway, in 1952, for the last eight months, he has been uh, Chester on Gunsmoke in the radio show. And folks will love him for that. And the fact that they put, made him the toy maker in this is just fantastic casting. Then we also have the other, um, the main uh, female voice that, that you're going to hear is Lucille Norman. And in this show, they're going to sing Toyland, and that'll be Gordon McRae in the chorus singing that. Then March of the Toys will get played. Uh, it's just a instrumental, of course. Never Mind Bo Peep with Gordon McRae in the chorus. I Can't Do That Some with... Uh, sung by Norman and McRae. Floretta by, Nor by McRae in the chorus. Barney O'Flynn by Mrs. Norman and Mr. McRae. Toyland, where Mr. McRae in the chorus get to do it another time. Hail to Christmas by Gordon McRae in the chorus. Go to Sleep Slumber Deep by Norman and the chorus. And the March of the Toys reprise with Norman and Gordon McRae. 
So I hope you're going to enjoy these shows. They have wonderful sound. Such a fun presentation for both episodes. I think you're really in for a wonderful treat tonight. So enjoy, and uh, we'll see you next time for more Christmas with Bing Crosby and Gordon McRae, hopefully, too. When the blue of the night meets the gold of the day, someone waits for me. Welcome you to the Bing Crosby Show, brought to you by General Electric Company, makers of famous, dependable kitchen and home laundry appliances. Produced and transcribed in Hollywood with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, Judd Collins with the mayors and Bing's guests, Miss Rosemary Clooney and Christian Forcad. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Bing. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you, Ken. So with the... Uh... We've got Rosemary Clooney mm-hmm. and uh, Christian Forcad. Those are our guests for tonight, eh? Mm-hmm. Who is Christian Forcad? Ken, are you starting a contest or are you seeking information? I don't know. Are like you conducting a panel here? What are you doing? I'm just seeking information. That's well, Christian Forcad plays the little boy in Little Boy Lost. That's a film we're oh, shooting now. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's a fine child actor from Paris. And if you weren't such an isolationist, you'd, you'd know that. Well, I, I'm sorry. I don't get around much, you know. I don't get... Well, after all, if you were in touch, if you were au courant, you would know that Christian Foucault in France is just as well known as Crepe Suzette. Oh, I've seen her. She's oh, no, very... No, no, no. <laughs> oh, the dear old dead days of the minstrels are back, I see. <laughs> but Ken, to get along here now musically, I see that the opening selection is Sleigh Ride. John, drop that baton and let's proceed. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring ting tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go. Let's look at the show. We're riding in the wonderland of snow Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, it's grand Just holding your hand We're gliding along with the song of a wintery fairyland Our cheeks are nice and rosy and comfy cozy are we We're snuggled up together like the birds of a feather would be Let's take that road before us and sing up a chorus or two. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. There's a birthday party at the home of Farmer Gray. It'll be the perfect ending of a perfect day. We'll be singing the songs we love to sing without a single stop. At the fireside where we watch the chestnuts pop, 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 pop. There's a happy feeling nothing in the world can buy when they pass around the coffee and that pumpkin pie. 
It'll nearly be like a picture print by Courier and Ice. These wonderful things are the things we remember all through our lives. Just to hear the sleigh bells jingling, ring tingling, and ding, 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 ding. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Let's take that road before us and sing up a chorus or two. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. I like that. Oh, I like that very much. The spirit of the season is wonderful. Yes. Say, Bing, would you care to hear a little roundelay I just dashed off? What am I going to do about it? You're between me and the door. <laughs> You're well I'm trapped, stuck. are you? All right, trapped. here it comes. Yes. I came, I saw, said Julius Caesar. My heart was conquered by GE's food freezer. Food stored for months still tastes new. I stuffed myself madly, and Brutus ate too. <laughs> Someone hand me my broadsword. <laughs> no, seriously, though, you know, this General Electric food freezer is really a dandy. You can enjoy any kind of food, any season of the year, and always be prepared for any emergency. And think of this, my friends. With a General Electric food freezer, you can sit yourself down and feast on fall corn in February, oysters in July. You really enjoy yourself. And what I mean, enjoy. And being a General Electric food freezer saves you money because you buy foods in quantity when prices are low. You take advantage of special food bargains. Plus which, the new GE food freezer costs 13% less to operate than before. The price? About $4.71 a week after a small down payment. Well, you can't beat that. And you know this GE food freezer is decked out with the same sealed-in mechanism that's kept more than 3.5 million General Electric refrigerators in service 10 years or longer. Now, even me, obtuse as I am, I can figure out that that amounts to real dependability. Why don't you corner your GE dealer concerning a General Electric food freezer tomorrow, hmm? <laughs> Up earlier in the program, uh, we made some mention of uh, Christian Foucard, the French boy who plays the, the little boy in uh, Little Boy Lost. In introducing Christian, I'd just like to say a few things about him. I'd like to tell you that he's quite bright, very talented lad. He's only eight years old, and he's already appeared in 12 uh, French pictures. He's had important roles in three plays, and he's also quite a radio star over in Paris. Just to show you that this boy doesn't just sit around reading comic books, he also makes phonograph records. Here now is my little friend, the uh, petite Parisian uh, Arthur Godfrey, Christian Foucault. Christian? Let's <laughs> uh, just get right up there on the box, Christian. It's a pleasure to have you with us, mon ami. Merci, mon ami. Folks, I've got to let you in on a little something here. Even though Christian doesn't work in the picture that we're doing every day at Paramount, he always seems to be at the studio. That's right. You know, Christian, you don't have to hang around Paramount when you're not working. I know, but I have a very good friend at Paramount, and I like always to be near my friend. Well, thanks, pal. <laughs> May I say that I think you're a pretty swell guy, too. Please, do not misunderstand me. Well, I understand. What I mean is I come at Paramount every day because you are there, but also because somebody else is there. Someone else at Paramount? 
My goodness, don't tell me you got a crush on Bob Hope, too. Bob Hope? Yeah. Il a un air piqué de gaufrette. Oh, that's wonderful. Folks, Christian just told me in French that Hope has a nose to stick in cakes. Il est né un piqué de la gaufrette, eh? Did I say something wrong? No, you said something right. Just, just like you told me, eh? Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oui, exactement. Just like I told you. But tell me, Christian, who else is it that you like at Paramount? Who is it now? Is it Bill Holden? Oh, Monsieur Holden is a wonderful actor. But the person I love is somebody else. The person you love? Christian, don't tell me. Yes. A girl, huh? Naturally. <laughs> So, you have found romance, huh? Vive la France! <laughs> Vive la France! Well, now, just who is this girl, Christian? She's as sweet as Minute Maid Fresh Frost Orange Juice. <laughs> Thanks for the plug. <laughs> just like you told me to say. Just exactly. <laughs> All right, Christian, out with it. Now, who is this girl who intrigues you so much? I'm your pal, you can tell me. Mais non, c'est un scadamour. Secret d'amour, huh? Well, Christian, I must tell you, a secret like this doesn't keep very long in Hollywood. If you don't tell me, I'm certain to read about it in, in the Luella's column. I guess I must tell you because I want you to help me. Isn't this amazing? Eight years old, and he's in love with a girl. When I was this kid's age, I thought girls were boys. <laughs> we will get to your problem another time. <laughs> Okay, now, Christian, about this girl you're in love with, uh, how far has this romance gone? Not far enough. <laughs> Patience, my boy. I am a Frenchman. <laughs> I understand. What I mean to say is I am in love with this beautiful girl, but she does not know it. Oh, I see, and you want me to set you in with a girl, huh? Well, I'll do it, but first you've got to tell me the girl's name. All right. The beautiful lady who I love is Rosemary Clooney. Rosemary Clooney? Formidable. Oh, formidable, vraiment. I am Looney for Clooney. <laughs> Steady now, easy now, Christiane. I don't, I don't like to disillusion you, but I think your romance with Rosemary is just a little ridiculous. I don't see why. She is not married. That's right, that's true. And Rosemary is beautiful. She's talented, charming. Lovely girl, but you are only eight years old. For Rosemary, I will grow up very quickly. <laughs> well, never let it be said that I'm not Cupid's little helper. As soon as Rosemary arrives, I'll tell you what I do. I'll put in a good word for you, Christian. Put in many good words. I will be listening. And where will you be? I hmm? will be hiding behind the piano. You're going to hide behind the piano, huh? Well, you better slide behind the Steinway right now because it's time to bring Rosemary in. I go, but do not forget... Build me up. Okay. <laughs> I'll do my darndest. Bonne chance. Bonne chance. Vive l'amour. Vive l'amour. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, 
Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I'd like to present America's foremost songstress, the Paramount Picture Star, who will shortly be seen in The Stars Are Singing, Miss Rosemary Clooney. Hi, Rosemary. Say, you've changed since rehearsal. You've got a new ensemble. You look wonderful. Well, thank May I say you. that? Yes, please do. And your gown is really exciting. It's very chic. <laughs> what happened? Either someone's tuning the piano or Buddy Cole fell off his stool again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they laugh out of the orchestra with yeah. that. The, the union. But, Rosemary, to get down to business, I hope you won't think I'm forward or anything, but there's a very good friend of mine here, a fellow who's very anxious to meet you. A friend of yours wants to meet me? Mm-hmm. Is he attractive? No, come see, come saw. <laughs> Actually, come to think of it, Rosemary, this is a very attractive man. He is. He's got very dreamy eyes, sort of reddish brown hair, very continental. He's quite handsome. Sounds wonderful. How tall is he? How tall? <laughs> oh, he's about three foot eleven. <laughs> well, Bing, I'm awfully busy now with pictures and recordings and television. I, I don't know if I can squeeze in a date, even if it is only three feet eleven. <laughs> Well, you'd like this fellow, Rosemary. He, he doesn't drink or smoke, doesn't run around with women. Some other time, Bing. Okay. I hear your picture's going very well. Oh, yes. We have a wonderful French cast, you know. Yes, and that little French boy, mm-hmm. Christian Fourcroft. Mm-hmm. He's just a doll. Every time I see him, I feel like picking him up and squeezing him. You feel like squeezing him? <laughs> <laughs> well, then everything is just dandy because Christian is the fellow I wanted to introduce you to. I hardly think that's necessary, Bing. What do you mean? Well, he's had lunch in my dressing room every day this week. Well, vive la France. Vive la France. <laughs> Come on out here, Christian. Oh, is Christian here? Is he here? Here he comes right now. Come on, Christian, get back up here on, on the box. There you are. Bonsoir, Rosemary. Bonsoir, Christian. Why don't you pick me up and squeeze me? <laughs> Well, Christiane, I think right now it's time for Rosemary's song. Okay, we squeeze later. <laughs> I tell you, the French are just not overrated one bit. What's your song, Rosemary? I thought I'd do You'll Never Know How Much I Love You. And I dedicate this number to Christian. Well. Not bad for eight years of living. No. <laughs> not bad at all. Congratulations. Go ahead, Rosemary. Now, come on, Christiane. You and I will go over here and grab ourselves a seat, huh? I miss you You'll never know Just how much I care And if I tried I still couldn't hide My love For haven't I told you so A million or more times You went away And my heart went with you 
I speak your name in my every prayer. If there is some other way to prove that I love you, I swear I don't know how. You'll never know if you don't know. Joby's taking that pretty big, wasn't he? Say, Ken, I got a riddle here for you. Tell me what's red hot and real cool. Well, now, Daddy-O, I'd reckon it to be the famous speed-cooking cow rod units on one of those real cool General Electric Stratoliner ranges. How did he know? <laughs> but, Ken, there's one special feature of this terrific Stratoliner that will set the damsels a-twittering over their teacups. You'll refer, of course, to the three-way oven. Actually, three wonderful ovens in one. A big oven, a smaller oven, a broiler. It can be a speed oven for your everyday single-shelf cooking. Then, uh, supposing you need capacity, you convert this baby to a whopper of a master oven. In that size, it holds two shelves of baking or a 30-pound turkey. Or a basking shark. <laughs> Third off, you can use this oven for broiling. Real GE charcoal-type broiling. Engrossing, Ken. Engrossing indeed. And to corral the last few diehards... The deep well fryer. Ah, the deep mm. well fryer. This is a shiningly new idea. It's built right into the range. Turns out such palate-pleasing perfectos as French fried chicken, potatoes, and golden donuts. Whomped up with all the savoir-faire of a professional chef. Check, Bing. And the cost of the Stratoliner, only about $4.48 a week after a small down payment. My friends, cut through the back alley. Hunt to your General Electric dealers real soon. Get a look at this great General Electric Stratoliner range. And now, Rosemary, would you care to do a number with me? Sure, what do you have in mind? Oh, you're a game girl. Well, along about Christmas, Mr. Hope, Miss Lamore, and myself will be released in a Technicolor musical entitled The Road to Ballet. Oh, another road picture, huh? Right. What's the story about Bing? Oh, I don't believe it has any road, <laughs> but they do say it's fairly jolly. Among the dandy tunes in this Technicolor tickler is a tune titled On the Merry-Go-Run-Around. Oh, I know that one. It should make a good double. That's what I mean. You want to have a go at it? Okay with me. <laughs> You won't say yes and you won't say no You let my poor heart pound But you smile at me and around I go On the merry-go-round around Then you build me up till the sky seems low Then plop, I hit the ground But you hold my hand and around I go On the merry-go-round around when a friend says to me Where the heck are you bound? What the deuce can you say? Just around and around and around You won't say leave and you won't say hold 
I've tried to get unwound But you kiss me once and around we go On the merry-go-run-around the ground but you hold my hand and around we go on the merry-go-round around when a friend says to me where the heck are you bound now what the deuce can you say just around and around and around you won't say leave and you won't say whoa I've tried to get unwound But we kiss once again And around we go On the merry-go-round A merry-go-round A merry-go-round Around with you Thank you, Rosemary. Thank you very much. You know, folks, uh, uh, Christian has a little French novelty song for us that he wants to sing. It was written especially for him by Charles Hummel, the famous French composer. It's a song about a little boy who, um, in his mind, imagines that uh, he's the admiral of a magnificent fleet. Makes his own ships with pieces of wood and string and gives them grandiose names and mans them with swashbuckling crews. Little boy loves the sea, but he lives in the big city where there's no ocean. But he's very happy, and he always dreams about boats, 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 and Rosemary Clooney. <laughs> Which certainly makes very nice dreaming. Christian, allons, anchors away. Pourquoi neige pas la chance d'habiter au bord de l'eau? À tout bout de champ, je pense au joli bateau. Aussi, à chaque examen, mes parents me gâtent. J'achète un sous-marin ou une belle frégate Je suis l'amiral d'une escadre fantastique Je dirige, c'est normal, une flotte magnifique Sur les océans et partout les temps Vogue mes bateaux sous mon commandement Avec des bouts de ficelle, quelques vieux morceaux de bois De fragiles caravelles sortent de mes doigts je leur donne des noms au plan, leur crée des voyages. Je donne à mes bâtiments tout un équipage. Je suis l'amiral d'une escadre fantastique. Je dirige, c'est normal, une flotte magnifique. Sur les océans et partout le temps, vogue mes bateaux sous mon commandement. Ne sont faits que de matures et de vastes ports Dans mon sommeil le roulis verse ma jeunesse Dans les plus lointains pays je roule sans cesse 
je suis l'amiral, une escarole fantastique, je dirige, c'est normal, une flotte magnifique sur les océans et partout les temps. Vogue mes bateaux sous mon commandement. That was wonderful, Christian. I really enjoyed it. And now, Ken, shall we set sail on the washing wonders of a General Electric automatic washer? Gladly, Captain Bly. People, clothes come whiter, brighter, and cleaner than snow at Christmas time when you wash them in a General Electric automatic washer. Man, this baby soaks the clothes, flexes them, rinses them again, and then spins them so dry you can start caressing them with the iron almost immediately. Oh, Ken, that's peachier than the Copa Chorus. <laughs> and I believe the secret lies in the initials, A.A. Mm -hmm. That's Activator Action, Bing, <laughs> developed by General Electric. Amen. Activator Action launders your duds individually, piece by piece, sock by sock, just the way a hand laundress would, and it does it very gently. And so very automatically. What's more, in this General Electric automatic washer, you've got a small load selector that saves you pails and buckets of hot water. Ken Moore, the crass subject of price? Oh, price isn't crass at all, Bing. Only about $3.94 a week after a small down payment. Mes you want to leave the local gentry gasping at the brightness of your laundered duds? Then see your GE dealer. He's hiding General Electric automatic washers in there. Batter down the door and get next to one, huh?
Now my thanks to Rosemary Clooney and to Christian Foucard for dropping in this evening. Folks, here's a reminder to buy your Christmas seals. Join in the 46th annual Christmas seal sale and help stamp out tuberculosis. Hope to see you then, same time, same station next week when our guest will again be Rosemary Clooney and also Joe Venuti will be with us. Meanwhile, remember GE's fabulous dependability. You can put your confidence in General Electric. Thank you all and good night. show presented by General Electric was produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Bill Morrow and Myrtle McKenzie. Tune in next week and hear Bing and his guests, Miss Rosemary Clooney and Joe Venuti. Ladies and gentlemen, the Railroad Hour. And here comes our star-studded show train. Tonight, the Association of American Railroads presents the memorable Victor Herbert operetta, Babes in Toyland. Starring Gordon McRae and his celebrated guest star, Lucille Norman. Our program tonight is dedicated to thousands of young musicians all over the country who are studying tonight's operetta and its composer through the pages of Keyboard Junior, a magazine for young musicians. The current issue also features a story about the Railroad Hour, its stars, cast, and producers. Our choir, as usual, is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. Yes, tonight another great musical success is brought to you by the American Railroads. The same railroads that bring you most of the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the fuel you burn, and all the other things you use in your daily life. And now, here is our star, Gordon McRae. Thank you, Marvin Miller, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Well, what do you know? It's the first of December, the beginning of the holiday month. So we're going back to the storybook days, to the days of remember when. Days of once upon a time. When you've grown up, my dears, and are as old as I, you'll often ponder on the years that roll so swift. And of the many lands you will have journeyed through, you'll oft recall the best of all, the land your childhood knew.
and mystic merry toiland. Once you pass its borders, you can never return again. Say we'd like to have you meet some of the celebrated citizens of Toyland though they're really probably old friends of yours. Fellow citizens, forward, march! May we present Miss Hood. First name, Red Riding. Lovely child, very devoted to her grandmother. That's our friend Peter over there. That boy has a mad passion for pumpkin pie. And say, there's Simple Simon and Miss Muffet, who doesn't care a bit for spiders. Tom Tom, the piper's son. And little boy Blue, boy farmer. Say, grab your trumpet, Mr. Blue, and let's all forward march. Why, it's little Bo Peep. What seems to be the trouble, Bo? Now, you haven't gone and lost those sheep again. Don't cry, Bo Peep, don't cry. To find your sheep, we'll try. We'll seek them far, we'll seek them wide. We'll seek them low and high. Peep, don't cry, to find your sheep we'll try, we'll seek them far, we'll seek them wide, we'll seek them Lord. So you see, Bo Peep, there's really no use worrying. Never mind, Bo Peep. We will find your sheep, no matter where they be. So be gay, Bo Peep, go astray your sheep, soon home again you'll see. Give a smile, Bo Peep, for a while your sheep may cruise in pastures new. Never mind, Bo Peep, we will find your and bring them home to you. Good afternoon, my dear, dear fellow citizens of Toyland. Mary! Contrary Mary! How are you, Mary? I'm quite well, thank you, considering I'm so contrary. Dear Mary, have you had any word from Alan and Jane? No, Tom Tom. Their wicked Uncle Barnaby says they've both been lost at sea. And if it's true, then I'll never see my beloved Alan again. Golly, Mary. It looks as if you'll have to spend the rest of your life teaching arithmetic. And everybody knows what a dreadful thing arithmetic is. It's so everlastingly dull. Two and two just always seem to equal four. But I'll give it some variety. If a steamship weighed a thousand tons and sailed five thousand miles... 
See, remember? And he won't hesitate to have us killed here. Do you think he'll recognize me disguised as a gypsy fortune teller? I don't recognize you, Alan. You're my own brother. Oh, look, a gypsy fortune teller. Perhaps he can tell me about my own true love. Fortune teller? Uh, yes, my pretty. What is your name? Floretto. Floretto who flirts with the future. Will you tell me my fortune? Give me your hand. Ah, such a pretty hand. So soft. Ah, yes. I can read the entire future. For I am a Romany Rye, a timorous sprite of the wildwood. I dabble in magic, both comic and tragic, oh, which I have been from my childhood. Hey! Great is my mystical might. The blizzard and avalanche mind me. I'm likewise a voodoo at casting a hoodoo. A qualified artist, you'll find me. Floretto, Floretto, the gypsy am I. The past or the future to tell you I'll try. Your fortune I'll read from your palm at a glance. They notice I also collect in advance. Floretto, Floretto, the gypsy is here. Far into the future he I'd be glad to pay you in advance, Signor Floretto. How much will you charge me? A kiss. 
Uh, now tell me, uh, what do you read in my palm? Your name begins with an M. <gasps> That's right. It's not Methuselah or Mahirabu or Marmaduke or Minnehaha. I have it. It's Mary. You're wonderful. I always thought so. <laughs> now, now, let me see. You, Mary, should marry a chap whose name begins with an A. Alan. Ah, yes, Alan. He's charming, gifted, and attractive. <laughs> to know him is to love him. But he's dead and will never come back to me. What's happening here? Barnaby. I will not have gypsies wandering around giving Toyland a bad name. Shoe? Shoe? Now, you better be careful where you put your shoe. <laughs> Besides, I have an important announcement to make. I have decided to marry the lovely, though sometimes contrary, Mary. Oh, no. Mary. But, Barnaby, aren't you a little, well, old for me? Certainly not. Besides, Barnaby, I'm, well, I'm in love with somebody else. With Alan? But uh, he's been lost at sea. He's uh, asleep with the oysters. Makes me feel like I'm swimming in tartar sauce. <laughs> I have positive proof that he will never return. No, I'm in love with somebody new. With, uh, with, uh, 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 Barney O'Flynn. Mary? Who is Barney O'Flynn? Oh, Tom, Tom, I can't marry that old ogre Barnaby. So I just made him up. He's a lad from County Clare, it is the wild one comes from there. And be sure it is in his cover, you'll see. Or the girls he cast a spell, oh, I know that very well. For between us from that spell, I am not free. There's no calling in the land, could his eloquence withstand? Should he speak to her as he has spoke to me? And me heart and his soul, you're the thief of me soul. Me senses he have taken too. Both faith, Roy and Helen, and Venus excelling, they'd never hold a rush light to you. with some county Clare Casanova named O'Flynn. What are we going to do, Alan? We must leave here, dear sister, and never return. Leave Toyland? I have nothing more to keep me here. Mary is in love with somebody else. And Uncle Barnaby might try to kill us if he found us here, Jane. I'll, I'll go with you. Goodbye, Toyland. Goodbye forever.
return in a moment with Act Two of Babes in Toyland. We have as our guest tonight the distinguished administrator of the Defense Transport Administration and member of the Interstate Commerce Commission, Mr. James J. Knudsen. And now, Mr. Knudsen. The effectiveness of the nation's mobilization effort and its ability to meet any future emergency depend on our great productive capacity and our unparalleled transportation system. To achieve a well-balanced national strength, the nation must build up its armed forces, it must build up its productive machine, and it must build up its transportation lifelines. Because the railroads serve every part of the nation, carrying everything movable for anybody, interconnecting every region into an immense productive unit, they are the primary carrier in our transportation network, both in time of peace and in national emergency. As was demonstrated during World War II, the railroads were capable not only of carrying 90% of our build military freight, but also of moving 70% of our intercity commerce. Now, with our current national emergency threatening to become even more serious, the fact that these essential carriers, the railroads, have been busy at work expanding and improving every part of their plant is important to all of us. Since the end of World War II, the railroads have spent an average of more than a billion dollars a year on improvements. Since the outbreak of fighting in Korea, the railroads have installed thousands of new freight cars in line with their pledge to increase the supply of these vital cars to a fleet of 1,850,000. This pledge has just been reaffirmed by the nation's railroads. They are making every effort to obtain the allocation of enough steel to build at least 10,000 new cars monthly as soon as it is possible to reach such a production rate. The Defense Transport Administration commends the railroads for their forthright action to increase their transportation capacity to meet the nation's needs and will continue its active effort to help obtain the materials required. Now here is act two of the Lawrence and Lee version of Victor Herbert's musical fairy tale, Babes in Toyland, starring Gordon McRae as Alan and Lucille Norman as Contrary Mary. When Jane and I left Toyland never more to return, we went to a distant land. We found work in a spot that was the closest thing to the real Toyland we loved so much. The shop of the master toymaker. We tried to forget our troubles in the busy preparation for Christmas. All right now, hurry, hurry, hurry. Every toy must be ready in time for Christmas. See that all the music boxes play on key. Good, good, good. Now, see that every mama doll says mama. Mama! Good, good. After all, we wouldn't want a mama doll to say Papa. Yes, well, I I guess just about everything is ready for Christmas. Yes, sir. And we're all beginning to sing the wonderful Christmas songs of praise. Kringle, dear Chris Kringle, 
bring a king to me. Now Kris Kringle, dear Kris Kringle, will bring a king to be. We have a new sales lady, a, a recent arrival in these parts. Her name is Mary, Mary Q. Contrary. Jane, did you hear that? Yes, Alan, but what do you suppose she's doing here? We must hide until we find out. Hey, you get in that packing box and I'll, I'll just stand here and pretend to be a wooden soldier. Oh, here comes our new sales lady now. Welcome, Miss Contrary. Thank you, Master Toymaker. Now, you would be in charge of all the dolls. Have a look around at the stock. You'll find quite a variety of them. Oh, thank you. Oh, how beautiful they all are. Dolls of all nations side by side on the same shelf. What a beautiful world that makes. Hello, little Norwegian doll. Hello, little Dutch doll with the pigtails and the wooden shoes. And this one, a British doll. Do you say Mama, dolly? Meta! Oh, yes. And here's a French doll. Do you say mama too, little one? Oh, if Alan were not lost to me, we might have had such beautiful dolls of our own. And each night I would have sung lullabies to them. Oh, to Yeah. 
never meant to be. Why, what's this? A wooden soldier. He looks just like Alan. But he certainly needs a paint job. A paint job? And he ought to have some medals on his chest. I'll just sew some on him. Oh, no, no, I forgot. He's a wooden soldier. Well, I'll just nail them onto him. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, dear, I wish you weren't wooden. I wish you were, Alan, so I could tell you how much I love you, how I ran off from that wicked Barnaby, and how I had to make up a sweetheart named O'Flynn to stay out of the old man's clutches. You made him up? He talks. Mary, it's me, Alan. Alan? Is it really Alan? never leave you again. But wait. You're sure there's nobody named O'Flynn you love? Never. Never. No, my sweetheart. There's one test of true love. The toys. The toys? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that a toy is only worth something when there's a child to love it. Otherwise, it might just as well be wood and cloth and buttons. That's why toys always know when there's love around. Especially at Christmas time. What happens, Alan? You just close your eyes. And if they feel that love is in the air, they start to march. My eyes are closed. I'm listening and loving. Look. They're starting to march. The wooden soldiers, the beautiful dolls, the jacks in the box. Why, they're all falling in line. Forward. March. This is going to be a wonderful Christmas. Will you make it a Merry Christmas and marry me, Mary? Oh, yes, dear Alan, but only back in Toyland. Toyland, Toyland, dear little girl and boy land, while you dwell within it, you are ever happy there. Our lovely guest, Lucille Norman, will be back in just one moment. And meanwhile, our thanks to Sam Edwards, Janet Stewart, Polly Bear, Lou Merrill, and to all the members of our company. Babes in Toyland with book and lyrics by Glenn McDonough and music by Victor Herbert was dramatized for the Railroad Hour by Lawrence and Lee. The Railroad Hour is brought to you each week at the same time by the American Railroads. Marvin? Have you made out your Christmas card list yet? It won't be long now till we're right in the middle of the holiday season. And that busy team of Santa Claus's helpers, your mailman, the post office, America's railroads, and the Railway Express Agency, will be working feverishly to handle the mountains of Christmas packages. Won't you help these hard-working folks and mail or express your packages and Christmas cards early? 
And when you do, please use Christmas seals as much as possible. By doing so, you help bring the priceless gift of health to fellow Americans suffering from tuberculosis. Thank you, Marvin. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here again is our charming contrary Mary, Lucille Norman. Thank you, Gordon. That was great fun. Made me feel like going out and buying up a whole new toy shop. Well, let's do it, Lucy. <laughs> What's on the show train next week, Gordon? Well, we're going to have some thrilling Johann Strauss music. The Gypsy Baron. Mm. And Mimi Benzel will be our guest. And we'll be waltzing, well, we'll be waltzing all over the place. Well, I'll set my dial at three-quarter time. <laughs> Good night, Gordon. Good night, Lucy. You are wonderful. All aboard. Well, dear friends, it looks as though we're ready to pull out. And so until next Monday night. And the Gypsy Baron... This is your friend Gordon McRae saying goodbye. Babes in Toyland was presented by special arrangement with the Tams Whitmark Music Library. Gordon McRae appeared through the courtesy of Warner Brothers, producers of The Miracle of Fatima. Our choir was under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music was prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. Until next week, this is Marvin Miller saying goodnight for the American Railroads. Now stay tuned for your Monday night of music on NBC. Tonight, the voice of Firestone features Thomas L. Thomas on NBC.